This exhortation was brought to you courtesy of, the light bearers, bringing light until, there is no more darkness. Alright, um, so uh, today, just like we always do, we just try and put ourselves in remembrance of some things that, that we already know. You know. Like Peter said, every time we are in this tabernacle, we always try to remind ourselves. And the same thing um, Paul says that the things which are preached unto you, we must commit them to memory. So. So the way faith is, and since the faith meeting, there's there's really nothing new in faith. There's nothing that we have not heard before. But you see, faith is hearing and hearing again. Hallelujah. Faith is hearing and hearing again. So so many of these things we we have to hear them and hear them again. So it's one of those things that we'll be talking about again. Um, just to say that um, I know that we all know the the parable, not the parable, the story that Jesus gave at some point where he talked about all things being ready, um, that a master went out to create a feast and all things were ready and everybody that he invited didn't show up. And he sent his servants out to go into the streets to bring in everybody so that the banquets would be full. And he went telling everyone that, go for the feast is ready. I mean, all things are ready. The banquet was served the table was set, everything was ready. However, when they came there, they still turned some back because of the way they dressed, because of the way they were. Of course, that's just to show us something, that there's a certain kind of dressing that is expected of us, even when we are invited to the table of Jesus, even when we are invited to, to the table of Christ, just to say there's a certain kind of dressing that is necessary. So that's what we're going to be talking about um, today. We'll talk about washing, washing of feet. Hallelujah. <laughs> we'll be talking about washing of feet. <laughs> so, of course, it's not like you think, but we'll, we'll just talk about, about that. And, and by way of, of starting, let's just open to John 13. I mean, that's the only place in the Bible where, where it was shown. So, in fact, the validity of this is very funny. The story itself, or the washing of it, the act itself, is it's funny. But when, when, as we go through it, we understand what exactly is happening, and we will see that how this is very consistent in Scripture. Praise God. Okay, so John, um, John chapter thirteen. Like I said, we're talking about feasting at his table, and um, then washing of feet and all that. John thirteen one. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own, which were in the world, he loved them even unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil having put it into the heart of Judas, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments, and took a towel and gathered himself. After that he had poured water into a basin, he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was gathered. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, 
What I do, you do not know now. But you shall know hereafter. So that's the first thing to point out. What I'm doing now, you do not know. So it's not just washing of feet. What I'm doing, you don't know now, you will know hereafter. Peter said unto him, you will not wash my feet. Jesus said, if I don't wash you, if I wash you not, you have no part with me. Simon Peter then said unto him, Lord, not only my feet, but my hands and my head also. Jesus said to him, he that is washed needs not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And you are clean, but not all of you. Praise God. So this 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 is uh, a story I talked about uh, Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Obviously, from this story, we can already see from verse seven that is not just about washing of feet. Jesus said, "What I'm doing, you do not know now, but hereafter you shall know." And what was he talking about? One of the first lessons to know from 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 this from this story is that we are sanctified already. And we are fit to eat at this table. We are clean every week, is what Jesus said. So we have boldness and the right to be here. Jesus said, if I wash you not, you have no part of me. And that's the crux of the story. That's the crux of the matter. If I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Obviously, he's not talking about water and just washing the feet of the disciples. He's actually talking about salvation. He's actually talking about his redemptive work, what he is going to do by himself. So Jesus washes. Jesus is the one who does sanctification. Without it, we are not clean. Praise God. Peter, Peter then answered, just like everybody else who sees the glory of God, and every time God shows his powerful, his power, his power and his glory, everybody thinks that they are unworthy. But Jesus answered Peter. Peter's response is just like the response of everybody, saying, no, okay, ah, now wash every part of me. But you see, Jesus said, Jesus said, you don't need to wash every part of you. You are clean already. All you need to do is wash your feet, which I'm doing now for you. Hallelujah. So to sit with him at his feet, we are, we are, we are, we are already set. We must never feel unworthy to be here. Jesus said, if I don't wash you, you will have no part of me. It is Jesus who does this aspect. Proverbs 16. I will come back there. I just want us to read something in Proverbs 16. So it's the prerogative of God. That's what we are saying. That the first lesson we hear that we are ready fit. We are sanctified, ready and holy to be where we are, to partake in the table of Jesus. Remember, we're sick, it's a faith meeting. And that's what we try to lay claims to. Every time we gather together and we want to talk about faith, we are actually talking about some things that Jesus has done, things that, that have been provided for us. So we just look at those things, get excited, and give God praise for them so that we can actually pray well. Hallelujah. Proverbs 16, verse 6. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. Saying it in another light, by grace and truth, iniquity is purged. So we all know for iniquity to be purged, the purging of sins, the purging of transgressions is done by grace and truth. 
and we know that grace and truth came through Jesus. So it's done by Jesus. So iniquity purging is from Jesus. Exactly what, what we're just trying to say here. That we are ready, we are worthy to be where we are. It is God's prerogative to cleanse and to make us fit to it. And truly he has finished his work. I'd just like us to read some other things about that. Remember, we're talking about washing of feet. We haven't gotten to the main thing. I just want to settle that first part. Because Jesus said, if I don't wash you, you are not clean. Colossians 2.12. I'm still going to come back to that Proverbs 16 because it's very vital to what we are going to be saying. Colossians 2.12. Hallelujah. Okay, Colossians 1.12, rather. Giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Hallelujah. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So he says we should give thanks unto the Father who has made us meet, who has made us qualified. Praise God. We are qualified. We are fit to be here. Jesus has cleansed us and we are fit to be at this table. Hallelujah. Oh, the same thing in Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. It is not your work, it's the gift of God. By grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it's the gift of God. So it's actually God who does this thing. It's the prerogative of God. And you are sanctified to be where we are. Hallelujah. So every time we look into God's word, every time, every time you think about anything, Every time you think about safety, every time you think about forgiveness, every time you think about, about the blessings of God, every time you think about healing. The f- First thing that must come to our mind is that we are, we, are, we are prepared. God has qualified us. But you know that not every Christian enjoys, enjoys the blessings of God. That's the truth. Not everybody enjoys the blessings of God, although we are already clean. And that is the crux of John 13. That is actually the washing of the feet. So the second lesson um, from that is that we do need daily cleansing. Um, John 13, 10, I'll just read that again. Jesus said to him, he that is washed, that is he that is clean, just like we said, does not need to clean anymore. However, he needs to wash his feet because he's clean every week. You know that as we walk through that throughout the course of this world, we get contaminated. We get we get we get mixed up with things. We get mixed up with with people around. We get mixed up with with ideologies that are not us. That's actually the washing of feet. Jesus wants us to wash our feet daily. So there are a number of things that we must do daily. That's what Jesus is talking about here. We need daily cleansing of the feet. Just signifying our contact with the world and the external things in this life. Jesus said we need that continuous cleansing to fully partake of his table. To enjoy the benefits of God, we must continuously take these steps to rid ourselves of the influence and the contamination of this world. So I'll go back to that Proverbs 16 um, that we read earlier. Proverbs 16, verse 6. It says, by grace and truth is iniquity purged. But by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. Men depart from evil. So look at evil. Don't just think of somebody carrying a gun or somebody shooting. Look at it like the evil day. Men actually depart from evil. 
So it's God's prerogative to cleanse sin, but it is our prerogative to live in the fullness. It is our prerogative to ensure that we are fit to walk out of the influences of this world, to walk, to, to create our path, to walk by a different set of rules. It is actually our duty. And that's not the prerogative of God. And that's what washing of feet is about. That is not the prerogative of God. Men depart from the evil day. Men depart and take themselves out of the evil by themselves. Hallelujah. So by mercy and the truth, iniquity is purged. By the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. So God forgives and cleanses, but man must take steps away from this evil. And like I said, look at it like the, the day of evil, the day of, of mankind. So there are a number of things that the Bible tells us um, to do daily. And those are the things that we'll just spend some time with. Just like I said, watching of feet is really about the daily cleansing of things. Every time there's a, there's a thing to enjoy, there's, there are the benefits of God to enjoy. There are things that we have gathered here for. There are things that we want. But God says that there are things that we must do daily. As it were, we, are, we don't need to clean ourselves all over. Just our feet is what he said. So I'll just read out some of the things and just read it together. Some of the things that the Bible tells us to do daily. This will signify how best we can enjoy at the feast of God. Amen. So the first thing I'll read is uh, Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. From verse 20 to 27. I mean, we all know this. I'd just like to read it again. Number one, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those who find them. And health to all their flesh. He says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Out of our heart are the issues of life. He says, so guide it with all diligence. This is one thing we must do daily. To keep our hearts with all diligence. He says, put away from you a forward mouth and perverse lips put away from you. Let your eyes look right on and let your eyelids look straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet. You see it again. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Turn not to the right, not to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Remember we talked about men depart from evil. So this is again remove your foot from evil so don't look at it like an evil act what does it mean by remove your foot from evil do not turn to the right nor to the left ponder the path where your feet is treading ensure that all your ways are established and the way that we do that is by guiding our heart with all diligence and giving the word of god first place praise god so every day we must give the word of god first place we must keep meditating and allow the word of god to give us direction to hear God is not, is, is, is not to hear the world. See, every time we take, we take time to study God's word, every time we take time to meditate and put these things before our eyes, just like we are doing right now, we are hearing God, so we can't hear the world. We play by a different set of rules because we look at a different pedestal. As we keep looking at him, we are taking our foot away from evil. We are washing our feet every day. As we spend time to study God's word, as we spend time in God's word, to give God's first place, to guide our heart with all diligence. It says to guide our heart with all seriousness. We don't allow fear in our heart. We don't allow worry. We don't allow anxieties in our heart. 
even as we are gathered right now, whatever thing might be clouding your mind, just remember these things. Keep your heart with all diligence. See, that's how you wash your feet. That's number one. Hallelujah. So number two, we already talked about uh, keeping your foot from evil. So you can see the same thing. The word being used, feet, evil, just like I said, is actually taking ourselves away from this day of mankind. The Bible said, the Bible said that uh, our which shall the young man cleanse his ways. Say, but by taking heed thereunto according to your word. So that's how a young man cleanses his way from this way of evil, this way of the world, this way of the world that, that is going through nothing. That's how we do it. We cleanse our feet daily, we cleanse our heart. We choose to give God's word first place. Praise God. So, second thing, just like I said, a number of things that he said we should do daily. So, akin to the first one is also this Proverbs 8, 34 to 36. I like this because it's, it's actually very easy to quickly understand. Proverbs 8, 34 to 36. Blessed is the man who hears me. This is wisdom speaking. He has been speaking from verse 1. It says, It's standard daily at the entry, uh, entry of the city, and his voice is, is to the Son of Man. So it's wisdom that is saying this. He said, Blessed is the man who hears me, who watches daily at my gates. Waiting at the doorpost of my door, waiting at the post of my door. For whosoever finds me finds life and shall obtain favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All they that hate me love death. You see, the wisdom of God is speaking here and it's talking to us. It's the same thing, it's the word of God that we must always pay attention to God's word. And I like the fact that he says. They who spend time with me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my door. You see, we want to enjoy God's best in our life. We want to, we want to enjoy the best of God in our finances. We want to enjoy the best of God in our health. We want to enjoy the best of God in our families. We want to enjoy the best of God. And that's why we are here. It says, they who find me, find life and obtain favor from the Lord. They who sin against me wrongs their own soul. Just like I said, that's, that's the whole cause of the evil day. Is that men's heart are wrong. Men, men, men have, have devised evil for themselves. They who hate me love death is what wisdom says. So we must constantly look on wisdom. We must constantly look at God's word. We must constantly refresh ourselves with the word of God. Just like we are doing here. We must be word addicts. Hallelujah. It must be our consideration and thinking every day. Praise God. So we'll go to the third thing. I'll just do four things and um, we'll be ready to round up. Romans 12. Remember, we're talking about washing of our feet. Amen. Romans 12. From verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, that the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, only acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. We are constantly to renew our minds with the word of God. This is the washing of our feet, being transformed. As we read God's word, as we meditate on God's word, as we pray, we are being transformed. We have been transformed. 
we are constantly changing into new forms into new forms this is how we partake and truly lay claims to the goodness of god remember we're talking about everything we ought to be doing every day every day that's what jesus said he says he that is washed needs not to wash himself anymore apart from his feet amen ephesians 5 ephesians chapter 5 from verse 14 to 20 Ephesians 5, 14 to 20. Wherefore he stays, awake, you will sleep, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. Remember we talked about uh, this earlier. Proverbs 16 says that God is the one who purges iniquity, but men must depart from evil. Men must take themselves away from evil. And we saw the same thing in Proverbs chapter 4, that we must keep our foot from evil. That's what he's saying here. That every time we stand to awake, every time the believer awakes, it's as though something just turns on within us. That Christ's life just begins to shine. Sometimes we, we are going to stop and we don't understand it. But every time we just stand up to do these things, it's as though we just washed our feet and we are ready to go again. He says, awake you will sleep and arise from the dead and Christ shall give you light. See then that you walk. Of course, you, see, you know that we walk with our feet, exactly what we are saying. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. You see, again, evil days. So evil days is not the day of bomb. It's not the day of funny things. But just talking about the days of mankind and the days of evil. We must actually redeem the time for ourselves. We must take our foot by ourselves away from it to confess God's word daily. To, to think in wisdom, to think on the word of God, to give God's word first place. That's how we redeem the time. It says redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with the wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord giving thanks always for all things unto, the, unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we must walk carefully daily, being filled with the Spirit. That's what he's saying. We must be filled with the Holy Ghost daily. We have to constantly be filled with the Spirit. This is also washing of our feet. Amen. Taking heed how we walk. Being moved and guided by the Spirit daily. You see, we are children of God. We are constantly carried by the Spirit by default. Just like we know, we have been saved, we are clean, we are led by the Spirit because we are sons of God. But it tells us how to get these working in real life. And this is our physical world. It's, these are the things that we must do. It's just speaking in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and making melody in our hearts unto the Lord. Giving thanks continuously unto God. You see, we have to constantly be filled with the Spirit and meditating on God's Word as we walk this earth. This way, we truly partake and enjoy the best of God. So we're going to do some of that today. Remember, this is a faith meeting, and here we actually practice the Word of God. We practice what we say. We are not just, we are not just hearers of the Word, but we are doers of the Word that we hear. As, as, as we meditate on God's Word, our confessions are being formed. Our words are coming out. Our heart is being made a place of melody to the Lord. We speak with tongues every time. See, speaking in tongues is not even a, it's not even a matter of, of objection. Speaking in tongues is a must. 
confessing God's word is a must. We must love one another, blessing one another. If you go on in, in John 13, it talks about you doing the same to one another, washing others' feet. Remember we said at the beginning that it's not about the literal washing because Jesus had already said that what I'm doing, you do not know now. So what I'm doing is not just washing of the feet. So he says we should also do this thing for others. See, we must bless others also. And um, just, I think last week when we were speaking, Lalo was talking about, about prophecies. See, this is how we bless others. We bless others with prophecy. So we're going to do a lot of that today also. As we pray, as we practice God's word, we are, this is actually washing of our feet. Prophesying is a must. We must constantly bring things from our spiritual realities and superimpose them on these our earthly transient conditions. Like the admonition goes, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You see, John 5 puts this in, 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 in a light that I really like. And I think that's the last thing I will just um, quote before, before we start to practice these things. Amen. I'll just read Job 5. Um, I think it's the last verse in, in just Job 5. Job 5, um, 27. In fact, the, the way this Job 5 is written, it is best to actually read, read all of it. But let me start from verse 22 so that it just flows into that 27. It says, At destruction and famine you shall laugh. Neither shall you be afraid of the beasts of the earth. For thou shalt be in league with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. And you shall know that your tabernacle shall be in peace. Amen. Our tabernacle shall be in peace, and thou shalt visit your habitation and shall not sin. Thou shalt know also that your seed shall be great, and thy offspring as the grass of the earth. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, like the shock of corn comes in a season. He says, See this. We have searched it, so it is. Hear it and know it for your good. And that's the admonition I have for us today. He says, see these things. See, people have practiced these things. People are living in the best of God. Our people are living in the best of God. There are people who's, who, has, who have not been falling sick, whose children are not falling sick, whose lives are intact. That's what we want for our life. Where our finances are stable, our families are stable. We are doing the work of God as we ought. There are people, ministries are flourishing. He says, Lord, we have searched these things and it is so. He says, it's better you know it for your own good. So that's just the admonition we have for us and God will have for us today. That these things are real. These things are there for us to feast at the table of God and that we must practice these things daily. So we'll just spend some time to wash our feet again today and we'll do every day of our lives. And we'll just bring God's word out. Just as you, as you are right now, whatever thing it is you want to pray about, just think upon the word of God and begin to profess it. Just think upon the word of God and begin to confess that word. Confess the word of God about the condition that you have. Con confess the, God, the word of God about what you want to see now. In the name of Jesus, we just begin to confess God's word and align ourselves to enjoy the best of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We are not just, just churning out words. These are actually the words of God. And this word confession is. Confession is homologia. is speaking the same things that is said about us. So that's what we are going to do again. I just wanted us to take some time to look at this. We will just spend some time. Remember that we are giving God's word first place. 
We are giving the word of God first place and we are saying the same things that he's saying about us. He says, I commend, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the saints. So it's through the word of God that we actually obtain our inheritance. So as we speak God's word, as we speak, those things become real to us. I remember we were talking about it, I think, weeks ago, that as we speak these things, angels are dispatched to ensure that these things are happening. So whatever it is that you came here with today, it just begin to speak the word of God about that condition. See, that's how this thing is going to fall. And that's how that thing is going to work. In the name of Jesus, I, I can tell you for a fact that it will work today. That our things will work as we speak God's word. In the name of Jesus. So I want you to spend time and just confess God's word. Speak God's word into your hearing. Let it, let it come that every living thing we hear. In the name of Jesus, speak God's word into that condition. Speak God's word and we are confessing. You see, I know that many of us did not start of course, many of us did not start knowing anything. And we kept on speaking. As we prayed, we spoke. As we prayed, we spoke. You see, that is as simple as prophecy. That's what tongues and interpretation is. The Bible says that I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. So I will, I will allow the Spirit of God to give understanding to what I'm saying in the Spirit and I will say it in words that can be understood. So if you have prayed in tongues and from there you got words to speak out, you have just prophesied, my brother. You have just prophesied, my sister. It's as simple as that. And that's what I was telling us last week. It's as simple as so that thing that you are doing for yourself. You are going to do it for others now. So we are going to pray and we're going to confess God's word for every other person in this place. We are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven right now. So we're going to pray. And we're going to confess God's word for another person. So as you pray in the spirit, just like it happened for yourself, you will hear words. You will speak words. Don't even think about it. It will come out of you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can, can we do that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let, let's Lord. just go on. Just like you said, just pray in tongues, then speak. Pray in tongues, then speak. Pray in tongues, speak. Hallelujah. Go right ahead and whoever needs it or everyone, you know, can be blessed. So, um, tend to the garden of your heart. Tend to your heart. Tend to your heart. Don't look outwards. Don't look to the right and to the left. Tend to your heart. When, when your heart are all the issues of life delivered, when your heart are all the issues of life brought forth, tend to your heart. Pay attention. Pay attention to what you listen to. Pay attention to what you watch. Pay attention to what is filtered through your brain. Refuse anything that suggests doubt. Refuse anything that suggests fear. Tend to your heart. Again, I say unto you, tend to your heart. Don't think in a passive way. Don't think that things will automatically come to you. Don't even rely on only weekend meetings. Don't rely on weekend church meetings. Tend actively to your heart every day of the week, every morning, every evening, every heart. Pay attention to what you are listening to. Pay attention. Take stock. Take stock of what you are listening to. For in that and only in that are all the issues of life brought forth. Hallelujah. It's God. Hallelujah. Yeah, there is a um, kind of uh, prophecy for somebody. I think it's, a, it's a, one of the 
ladies here is um the lord what was meant for shame would be men would be would be turned by god into a wonderful meal and you shall and the lord shall make a table before you in the presence of your enemies there are things that are supposed to embarrass you are supposed to disgrace you are supposed to stain you and soil your clothes and soil your name and soil your 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 whole seat and your life and where you are but lord is going to take take it and make a, a, a wonderful meal and the whole of those who are against you shall see you feast on it and shall glorify your god which, which is in heaven hallelujah and this thing came because somebody somebody has prayed for you somebody prayed for you in this place um and as you confess god's word because we are in this arena of faith someone prayed and um, i saw you sitting and then um, something being thrown at you and the lord as a steward stretched forth his hand and caught it and made a wonderful ravishing dish and set the table before you and what was made for shame was turned into gloom and celebration praise god hallelujah Praise God. Let's just let's just let's just give God praise. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to your name. If you can, if you can, just think in tongues. If you can, think in the spirit. The Bible says. Praise. 